What's up, bro? Hey, Robin. Hi. Hi. Just waiting. Everybody there? We're just waiting for Bree to get back on. Okay. Robin, you there? Yep. For sure. Nice job, Robin. Nice job. <laughs> I I was just kind of listening for most of it. I didn't want to overstep. Not no such you. thing, you're, Robin. You're, yeah, you're perfect. You're perfect. Pete, so that's crazy. Are... What the hell? For fools out the one day down. That is a sociopath. God damn. How pathetic. That's the thing, man. Sims are <laughs> pathetic. They're like, ah. Uh... That's God. not normal. That's nah. not like a person who's just like weak. That's like. I mean, that's like, but it's a nice guy. It's like, it's the nice guy with no backbone. No, that's crazy. And that Bree in the house. Unstable. Hi. Hi, Bree. Hi. Hi. What's up, Bree? What's up? What's up? Pete, what happened? <laughs> it was just uh, glitching on my end and like the sound went out and then I, I wasn't able to see what the time was or anything like that for recording. Oh, shit. It was we just were... like blank screen. Oh damn, we were flowing as hell. All right, we gotta yeah, get it back. Yeah, no, man. I'm we sorry, everyone. Um, no, I was a great read is the Sociopath Next Door by Martha Stout. Okay, okay. The Sociopath Next Door. Yeah, it's it's an e- like it's an easy read, great book, and like like because four population, like one in twenty five people and they do stuff like that but robin i think i'm thinking you're thinking sociopaths and simps are interchangeable and they're not i'm telling you they're not probably probably maybe not all of them by any means like there probably really are guys who are just like weak desperate no backbone to propose on a second somebody who tries to get you to commit to a relationship within a small window of time of knowing narcissistic definitely narcissistic yes exactly Mm. yeah and there's there's a bit of a fine line between narcissistic narcissistic personality disorder and uh sociopaths which antisocial personality disorder because they have very similar traits yeah but -hmm. it's all stuff like that it's the love bombing it's the like trying to get you to commit yeah they're i see but we're all on a spectrum when it comes to narcissism you know what i mean we may all have narcissistic traits, yeah, of course. but narcissistic personality yeah, disorder yeah, that's is defined. like yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. All right, right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go back to your date, Bree. This is all right. Yeah. <laughs> you got us buzzing over here about this, Robin. You just want to bring us back in and then throw out that uh, <clears throat> the book that you recommended again. Yeah. Um. Yes. Hi. We're back. <laughs> At the Gamers Game Gurus podcast, I am Robin Fitzgerald. I'm the moderator um, with guest Bree Aria and host Pete and Sean. What's up, what's up? And sorry, we were just talking about simps and or sociopaths and their similarities and differences. <laughs> and I'm recommending <laughs> the book The Sociopath Next Door by Martha Stout, which is a great read and it's an easy read and it's it has all these different scenarios of sociopaths and discusses them at length and the end of the book says like what you should do if they enter your life. Okay, mm-hmm. and Robin, we were talking about how sociopaths 
I feel sociopath. I know sociopaths and simps are not interchangeable. Not, okay. not interchangeable. But I just learned what that was. So you, you yes. were, but you were saying you had a very good point that simps have a lot of narcissistic um, traits or personalities, right? Yes. Well, okay. So if you're saying, so if a simp is like somebody who is is maybe from what I'm hearing, just like it's a little bit sad and desperate. Right, right, right. Like, so somebody, so I mean, that somebody who is like vulnerable and maybe kind of like desperate Weak, and out of like sadness. No backbone. Like a pushover, maybe. Exactly. Simply. Yeah, which it could be like somebody who has depression or something, potentially. <laughs> like someone who's just, because the thing is, if you're that, why do you, why are you that desperate? Like something's not in balance in your life. Like that's sad to me. Yeah, but it's the reality. It's most guys. It's, so if you are, so you're saying that's someone who maybe is just like very desperate and kind of sad to be in a relationship and that's different, although it may be hard to, to determine the difference at the, like at a very begin or an early stage of knowing someone yeah. between someone who is just using tactics like that. Cause it can be tricky. Right. Like you yes. could maybe just think like, Oh, this guy's really, you know, they could start being like sponging off of you. You could start thinking like, oh, mm. I just feel really bad for them. They're in this really bad situation, but they're mind fucking the whole time. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, so Brie, you were talking about you were approached by this guy in LA and he mm-hmm. proposed to you after one date, right? Yep, and it was a lunch date. It wasn't even a full-blown date. date. <laughs> Not even dinner. We went to so lunch. low level <laughs> of intimacy. <laughs> Was there None. a ring or like what? What do you? Um, he uh, he he informed that he would get a ring very fast. That was not an issue. Wow. He's like, oh, I ha- I'm I'm moneyed up. Like that's not an issue. I just want to know that you're committed. And you you guys, oh my god. And so, he's a trick. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he walked me to my car after the date and like kind of tried to like pinned me up in a corner like almost like up against my car that I couldn't get away oh, wow. he was really 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 intense and you know it, I, I don't even I can't even remember how I got out of that jam but I had to um but it's another thing that I want to say about this date this was a very funny thing he told me he did a lot so we were discussing that uh, each other's workouts and he told me he did a lot of push-ups like I do f- some so many push-ups in the morning so many at night and so I went to grab his, um, is it bicep? Yeah. The biceps are at the top, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to touch, you know, to, to check his muscle. And he kind of jumped back and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you said you do all these push-ups. I wanted to see if the muscle matched. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, no worries. I'll send it to you later. I'll send you a picture later. And the later picture was him in his drawers. And, like, you could clearly see his penis hanging. And like there was no mention of his arm or bicep, it was just like a picture of him in his drawers. He was like, "Now you can see my bicep." Jesus Christ! This is, this dude has absolutely no game. God damn! So when you actually what? Went... Jesus Christ! What? Okay, right, man. Wow. Robin, I think your theory sticks here. Hey, yeah, and this one, Robin, you got this one. It's hard out here for us. Damn. It's hard out here for a simp. That should have been the name of the movie, okay? Oh, it's hard my God. out here for a simp. Like, so you were... That is a true story. Uh, so, yeah. Bree, so you, you, were, you, were, you were actually... 
you initiated touch, right? And he got fidgety and weird and shit. And 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 talking about, his... I'll send you a picture, right? Uh, Yo, God. he jumped like I pointed pointed a gun at him. Wow! Like I was, I was. He surprised me by how hard he jumped, and I was wow. like, "What?" I, I'm like, I didn't mean to offend. I just wanted to see if the muscles match. And he's like, "No worries, I'll send you a picture later." What, this what, game what goofy, did you say? So... When you sent the picture. Sorry. Oh, I sent him the the longest text about disrespect and you know this whole game you're trying to play and I'm just like I gave him a heads up on that I was about to block him um so so that he would understand and I didn't want to have to go as far as a restraining order but I would so I had to let all wow wow let's get this straight though let's get this straight let's say he has some game right he has some self-awareness about himself a little Mm self-development you know asked enough about you could he have could he have gotten a second date and maybe more um, you know, if if he wasn't so bloodthirsty, maybe I would have oh, given him a second date. Right. Most women would. But guys just shoot themselves in the foot just based on real, real like lame, goofy kind of tendencies. This man. dude but had you know, set up trust it's... funds for their uh supposed grandchildren. Like good damn. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly though, you know, as a woman, you know, I I like to give men not necessarily benefit of the doubt, but you know, you got to expect some guys to be kind of nervous on a first date, right? I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I try and let that fall by the wayside, but you know, a guy, and then sure. he was, um, I don't think he was originally from here. I think he was, um, Persian. Oh, okay. Mm, so, so a little bit, of, a little cultural difference. Yeah. Right. So, if he wasn't so 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 creepy I probably would have given him a second chance the funny thing is is that a very 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 big hobby of mine is roller skating um and he roller skates so I had to see him several times past that day and he kind of approached me like oh my god you you blocked me (laughs) like um yeah it, was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was so bad. Uh, he's oh on skates, like roll bounce. Y'all at the spot yeah, like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. He blocked me while he, did he roll back? Did he skate backwards? Talk nah, about? bro. You, oh, know, yeah. you know what Bree said? Roll, the what? Bree said roll, bounce. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Bottom line. That's it. Nothing else. Because <laughs> it's... I, because the place in like in Burbank, right, is the one. Oh yeah, there is a place in Burbank. Um, the one I go to is the World on Wheels. Is um, yeah. uh, more so in the city, in LA. Okay, so he, so you just like run into him there sometimes. Yep, yep. Still to this day, like sometimes I'll go skating and he'll be there and he'll be like, "You're still the most beautiful girl I ever met." And I'm like, "Thanks, <laughs> oh, wow. we'll stay over there." Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, deadly. you explained that there were some cultural differences and everything else, but mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot advise you to give him a second chance, Brie. Stay away from that man, correct? Oh, yeah, look, Bri I learned knows, my lesson. Knows. <laughs> First Bri day, knows, but, you know, that's 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 crazy. All right, so Brie, you say you approached once in LA, is that true? Is it once that by a man, yeah. No, it, it hasn't been once. Um, it's been a couple times. I can definitely count on my hands, though, how many times I've been approached here. Well, I, you're a gorgeous woman. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, 
do you find that there's something wrong with dudes? Are they more sensitive? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are they not approaching you feel? Because I feel like a, a lot of women go through that. We're in a different time now. What's your perspective on that? Honestly, for a while, I thought it was me. Uh, just because, like, my resting bitch face is just that. Um, I, and a, a lot of guys will be like, oh, my God, why don't you smile? And it's like, okay. It's awful. I hate yeah, it's people like, tell I other people I don't to really, smile. I hate that so much. I hate it that to, so to my core. And it's like, literally, at the moment, I have nothing to smile about. So it's like, for a while, I thought it was <laughs> I <know. laughs> Or sometimes I thought it was the energy and your thoughts. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Let me, let me live. Right. Like, why don't you smile? Right. <laughs> and then it's like, like a, a weird like, like, like smile like, battle. <laughs> um, like a creepy like Joker face. Uh, yes. Yes, Robin. That is the next. The next time someone asks me that, that is exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> um. But so. Oh man, it's you know the 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 dynamic of being in LA is the interracial dating. I get approached by and and not even so much approached. Um I get catcalled a lot by different races. Mm. Um but the most recent person to approach me was a white guy. He approached me in a parking lot and was like, you know, he tried to drum up some conversation and and I was like kind of confused by what he asked and he was like I'm sorry, I just tried to say anything to you because you're gorgeous and I would like to talk to you. Um, and he ended up being like super cool. Like once I'm talking to him and, you know, we're, we're standing there talking to have a regular conversation. He was cool. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. I think most guys struggle with that opener. You know, that's personally my weak spot. You know, once I get around the Same. opener, you know, I can usually... That's my week. Bye. Yeah, do pretty well. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, being as um, experienced and well versatile as you are and just, you know, all the different things that you've going on, your all your perspectives, like you can have a conversation with anyone. Yeah, I like to pride myself on being that type of person. I don't I can meet you where you are, um, no matter, you know, what level was what was. Um, social status you know i i don't i usually don't have a problem having those type of conversations but it's just i don't know it's that op- like you said that opener just because even for me as a woman i've been told you know women can approach and you can go up and say something and it's not it's not a bad thing but even in those moments where i feel so <clears throat> inspired to approach a guy i'm still at a loss for words for what to say initially so i usually won't do it so mm. I feel like the same probably is for guys. Mm. I think that like CVS or like the grocery store is a great place to hit on people. <laughs> True. And yes. just be like, do you know what aisle the paper towels are? Do you know which aisle you could find the paper towels? That's yeah. your opener, Robin. And then I think that's a perfect <laughs> opener. And then from there, you're like, can I hit that? <laughs> There we go. Straight from paper towels. So let me hit it. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. That's you get hilarious. those brown, what is it, the brawny towels? <laughs> Make sure they, they're the brawny ones. That's the only ones that's going to work. Extra strength? Yeah, you need these extra strength. <laughs> Double pop. Right. Super absorption. 
Oh, might as well just try it out. Unless it was some, unless like it was someone that ended up being so creepy. I mean, not really like that to some random person. But yeah, it's a shoot your shot mentality, Rob. I, I feel you. I feel you. I think as a guy, I mean, shout out to that guy who approached you in the parking lot. And it, it can get awkward if you don't, you don't want to rehearse what to say, but you, you got to, how I approach it is like, you got to do a two minute warning, two minute drill. Anything <laughs> during that two minutes, if she wants to escalate the conversation, she will. If not, you got to try to get some sort of contact and be direct. Be why, Tell her why you're approaching her. I mean, that's just straight up. Dudes will approach your girl and be like, hi, I want to be your friend. Like, no, you don't. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess, well, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. If it were at, like, it was a parking lot. Yeah. Like, how would you approach someone in a parking lot? That's just kind of a dangerous area to approach someone. Nah. I mean, it was in the daytime, right? But even yeah, no, it was at, it was at night. Uh, See what I'm saying? That uh, it, well, that could go yeah. either way on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, but that's but, not the but, most but, conducive environment it, to. It it it, it isn't. It it isn't. I've done stuff like that. You got to give them space, and you got to tell them like, hey, like we only have a moment in time. I think you're beautiful. Like, let me, you know, what? Just whatever. Just shoot it. You just shoot it. Give them space. You don't pin them against the car or nothing like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then go. Cool, that's. Yeah. yeah, and then just let let that happen because there's a lot of times where like, and I know a lot of people have felt this way where it's like, God damn, man, if I just like would have just said something, and then the moment passes, and then mm-hmm. like you don't get it back, it's it's done. I think it's to haunting. do that well, you have to have really great body language. But you gotta be aware. You got, yeah, like where you're standing, how to position yourself so that it doesn't become an intimidation. And yeah. honestly, you know what else works to break the like a good joke mm. can can lighten a lot of things, especially in that moment. Right. Like, you get a woman to laugh for you like in the first couple seconds of you meeting her, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Now, oh, I'm sorry. Like a knock knock joke. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, I'm really trying to come up with a way that, like, in a parking lot, like, I'm envisioning, like, how, <laughs> like, what would be a way, though, that, like, you would feel safe and not, like, I mean, weird. I probably yeah, would never do that picture. because there's missing women out here, like, kidnapping rates, all these cities. Uh... Yeah. Maybe if you and... sang, like, a Christmas carol or something. <laughs> Robin, I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, she has such wide-eyed approaches. It's like it's just. I love it. Right, I love, it. I love your approach. Um, thank you, Bree. Let me ask. I'll you. try that tomorrow, like in a parking lot. Hey, let you us should. know. Let us know how that goes. Yes, we're gonna have to start yeah. doing game guru experiments. You know. Yeah. Yes. No doubt. I would totally do that. I love stuff like that. Yeah, no doubt. Field no doubt. research, we'll Robin. Yeah, twenty twenty. <laughs> Abri, uh, let me ask you. Um, do you do you think women need to be more aggressive towards men they like? Honestly, uh, in this day and age, yes, I do. I I do feel like that. But then I also have this. Huh, I have this thing with the the whole alpha situation. I don't know if you guys have heard before, but I, you know, me and as well as my other co-host Layla have said a couple times that. It is going to take an alpha male for us, right? Yeah, of course. And then when a 
when the woman makes the initial, you know, um, connection, mm-hmm. it's almost like you can not necessarily belittling the alpha in him, but it's like I don't. In it, in what way are you talking I want about? Want to make the an initial approach in a relationship? What's the what's the situation? And yeah, so the initial approach. So uh. honestly, okay, so I've been told a couple times like the person that makes the initial approach has the um the other person has the upper hand. And do you feel like that? No, I disagree. It depends. I disagree. I think it's I've heard the if you make the initial approach, you can control the yeah, direction of the relationship almost. That's what I believe. Hmm. But break down so, what you, what's your thoughts on that, bro? Where are you getting at? Well, just the other person having the upper hand, meaning, but and I'm a if it's I'm the a, alpha, it, I'm gonna oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. If it's the alpha, he's gonna know where you're coming from because, like, I was at the mall one time, and then a female's like, "I like your shoes," and she kind of like you have to read things in a moment, and then I was like, "No, I like your shoes," and then we start chopping up from like that. So if you get like. A type of dude, that initial uh, like reaction or approach, he'll guide it, and then you just help him guide it, and then that's how like the little connection okay, forms and bonds. So what if that woman was, um, not your type or like not the type of woman that you would normally approach, like? Okay, she does that to me. How would that work? Yeah, so like, say a woman approaches you on some like super alpha female shit and just like she's super confident okay but she's not the type of woman that you would normally go for i just get a number anyway yeah oh well that's that's pretty nice of you keep it pushing yeah i mean your guys don't really reject that much but they we might not use the number or we might use it at upon our convenience so we're not gonna be in pursuit facts of that relationship if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you. I just, you know, I watched one of my friends go through this. Like, she was so in love with this guy, this one guy, and, you know, we would see him out when we go out, and her being her more aggressive woman and very confident in herself, what she approached him several different times, and while he was, like, you know, flattered and, like, kind of like okay thanks thanks that you approached me it was still like a little dusting off to the side like okay mm-hmm. he would like talk to her as you know enough for her to like be okay with the conversation but it literally yeah. would not go past there and it kind of happened a couple times in a row and I'm just like watching this happen and like cringing on the inside like girl quit approaching that man right yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got guts she got ovaries um yeah. does she know <laughs> his situation like if he's in a relationship or you know what I'm saying she, she oh yeah, ask? we knew did he wasn't. Know? Yeah, okay. everyone knew he was. He was a very popular person, so everyone knew about his situation. Okay. Um, and it just it never panned out for her. And and mm. I and I'm thinking I'm chalking it up to her not being his his type. Do you yeah. did you think he had a type? Was it kind of known? Oh yeah, popular. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty popular. Had a type. Maybe I mean maybe she's just not. 
like super good at like listening, like mm. like listening and like reading the signals. You don't. No, I I don't mean to be no. Rude. That's a good point. I'm no, yes, but yes. I, I think it's great to be. Co- I I I mean, we talked about this before. I I often like I'll approach people if I like them and whatever. But you just have to read people and like read their you know read it then too and then just respect like if someone's the signs. Yeah, they give. You know, yeah. Yeah. Great point. Great point. That's the thing. Um, and she and you said she's alpha. She's alpha like. Um, no, I wouldn't say she was alpha like. He was definitely alpha. Okay. Oh, so but is the, it the you confidence don't think you could approach the, alphas like that? Oh no 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 no! I don't approach. I don't approach any guy. No no, not you in particular. I'm just talking about oh. in theory, right? Oh no no no. Okay. No, it it, it doesn't have to be because you honestly. You can't look at a person and tell if they're an alpha or not. Like you can assume. Yeah. But you you guys knew but him you, by reputation though. So based on what we you did, knew about yes. him, you would assume that he was an alpha, right? You had enough. Yes, most to definitely. Make that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sounds like that's that's what happened. I mean, yeah, she tried. She shot it. She gotta keep pushing. Shout out to her though. That's you don't catch that much. Or, yeah. Yo, I've learned a lot from that girl. I'm not gonna lie. That's what's up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still not gonna approach a guy, but you know, <laughs> I've learned a lot from. Or sometimes what it is is uh, just the fact of people um, just kind of being thrown off on their process. Like he could have been into her, but because it was coming too easy to him mm-hmm. that kind of like throw him off like oh i don't oh you better preach on this wednesday you know <laughs> you better <laughs> preach so, like an experience that happened a few years ago now but uh, my one of my boys and i we went to the club it was for uh, st patrick's day and we were just girls were just coming up to us like left and right and these two girls in particular and it would have been a perfect situation because one of them was uh lived in like miami and the other one was here but like just out of a relationship and they were both just down to get down right Mm -hmm. and um they were really coming on to us strong and we just kept looking at each other like why aren't you, you know, being more proactive about the situation? And then we're looking at the other, like, I don't know. Well, why aren't you being more proactive about the situation? And we kind of let them like slip in, do their own thing. Like, um, you know, we had the golden opportunity there. And afterwards we're like, what was up with that? And then we kind of were both like, I'm, I just wasn't in the mood for a layup. Now, why and, though? Why is it you thinking she's they're too easy and you might catch some shit, or is it a it, whack lay? Like why? I I uh well, you know I mean? didn't think it would be whack. I thought it would be good. If yeah, probably good. I didn't think it would be great, but good. Um, but <laughs> we the it was just like sometimes you just like the grind. You like the pursuit. You like to you know, really spit and have to, like, up your game. It's like, you know, when you play basketball, those games where you just know you're going to bust that team by 30, 40, 
not excited <laughs> about those games, you know? Like, yeah, all right, let's go get this over with. But the ones like, oh, that they really think that they can, uh, you know, handle us. They really think that there is in our league, they're as good of a team as we are. Okay, we have something to prove here. And Ooh. for whatever reason, you know, he my my friend played a was was a running back in uh high school and so we just kind of have that uh mentality like he you know just I'm trying to get my yards you know it's about inches I you know so that that was just kind of I guess it depends on the headspace of the of the guy or the person in the situation in that moment yeah because if if you just want to bust down then that's right there it was right there like, exactly and you know, she texted him because his girl was even more into him than mine was into me. And you know, she was texting him, and he went to Miami, still didn't hook up with her, but was texting her. And it was a very funny story. Interesting, but yeah, it, it's sometimes that happens as well. You have to when you're just not not in the mood for the layups. You you wanna. You want to go to the. You want to work for. You want to work for it a little bit. I hear you. All right, Bree. So I, I think it's kind of obvious. I think all of us have kind of attest to this a bit. It's like men and women are kind of we're seemingly more disconnected. So what's the problems with mm-hmm. dating now as opposed to our parents' generation that you find? Social media. Oh yeah, right. Okay, we got to touch on that. Okay. Break it Most down definitely. for us. It's just, um, you know, people, it's, everybody is so disposable now. Yeah, it, it is, yeah, yeah. It's like an Amazon it product, most, right? It's like, listen, okay, <laughs> it is the most ridiculous time to be single. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Right, right. And I tell all my, you know, I have a couple of, you know, friends that are married and they've been married for a while. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow, sorry. Going on. Excuse the siren. No worries. No worries. <laughs> um, and I keep telling them like it's nothing out here. Like it, it all looks good. It looks like fucking gold and roses, and peaches and, and cream. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. Mm. It's not. Everybody is so disposable. Yes, facts, facts. One, one wrong move and you're out. Right, right. I like to say now we have too many options. Yeah, that's exactly it's the age it. of distraction. Yes, yep. yes, because in yep. I think our parents' generation, even before, right, you just had to make sure you didn't marry your cousin or some shit, and it's like, all right, cool, like, <laughs> whoa, all right, cool, I avoided that, and then, you know what I mean, and then everyone was kind of, like, on the same page on a lot of things, and now, like you said, it is, it's, it's, man, you could swipe left and right like you're ordering a product, man. Yeah, that's true, and uh, and yeah. uh, and women didn't have a, a as big of a voice as I think women have nowadays. So it was like if you caught, okay, yeah, you met your man and you guys got married. If you caught your husband cheating, it was like okay, we gonna deal with this in house. This is a personal right. problem. No one's gonna know this. Nobody's gonna know about it. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna be the strong one. Maybe my uncle, my, my older right. brothers, cousins might whoop your ass, and you exactly. Know, we'll get back to it later. You know. <laughs> right. Now you you put that shit on social media and you can have a husband tomorrow, a husband in the mail. (laughs) It's that dude who comes in. You know, I've had feelings for you for a long time, you know, since high school. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got some of those in my DM right now. Sometimes that's true, though, but that's neither here nor there. 
Now, do you find Brie and Robin? Do you guys find that dudes are more sensitive? And we kind of touched on this a bit that dudes are more sensitive, and does that make them harder to date and deal with? Sensitive. Um, I mean, I think it's well, sensitive is a hard word. I think I think it's good to be able to like express emotions. I, I think I know what you mean about sensitive. And I think that is maybe like the f- sometimes like repressed emotions, like the feeling like they can't sometimes. So in turn, they are like, quote unquote, sensitive. Mm, mm. And sometimes you feel like you have to like, like guess or like, like stroke their ego or something sometimes. Mm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't so, know. Is the term emotional sensitive. maybe more than sensitive or is that not? accurate either would you say i think i don't i don't know if i'm emotional like like openly or visibly emotional i guess it depends how about clingy you find them you guys find them to be clingy brie we know your your story that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy i'm like um no, but I feel like I feel like the opposite is happening. Like guys are getting more insensitive and more not emotionally available. Um, gotcha. Especially just because you know we heavily outnumber men. Yeah. Just just from you know how many heterosexual men there are in the U.S. How many of men are locked up for whatever yeah. reason? Yeah, yeah. So, so we outnumber you guys, and I think the fact that there are so many options for men now. It's like having is giving them the opportunity to like be less emotional and you know less emotionally there for you. Mm. Oh, I'm busy. I got to do and take care of this. And you just like nowadays, it's like okay, he's busy getting to the bag. That's supposed to be kind of sexy. If a man is busy and he's like, you know, yeah. uh, all I have time for is a little bit of, you know, that's supposed to be like attractive to women. It's not to me. Yeah, no, but, it's not. Okay. I, but it's funny when you notice that people are doing it on purpose. Yeah. It's not funny, but it's like stupid. And you're like, you can tell. That's and a double edged sword. You're lady. fake not. busy. You know. Yes. But no, there's a <laughs> yeah. difference yeah. between when someone is genuinely on their grind and when they're just making stuff up. You know, they're, right. they're not including and you I in think... their, their schedule. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not and investing I think either their time scenario. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, Robin. They're not investing their time. But I think either scenario is possible sometimes where it's like they're doing that. I mean, sometimes people do that on purpose because they're just interested or they don't know how to, you know, say Mm -hmm. that. So people pretend. Or I was going to say, or sometimes people do it on purpose to, like, look cool. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, like, you don't know. Yeah, or they're actually on the ground. Somebody who's so straightforward that i just get frustrated and i just stop talking to them all together yeah. would you guys believe how many guys tell me they like james st patrick like oh i'm on my ghost shit i'm i'm on my james st patrick <laughs> okay and i'm just like i recently did a podcast where i said ghost was my spirit animal <laughs> <Full disclaimer. laughs> i saw that video too yeah that was a good that was a good clip though. sometimes that's the actual case heart. though that's that that's that's the case Honestly, and Ghost is one of the sexiest characters on TV, so I get it. I get why everybody's aspiration is to be 
this 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 fucking force. I understand it. You have to be. I feel like the way the world is like concaving and how it's shaping. Like you have to be extraordinary to like make it. It we're in weird times right now, and that's true. That happened to our generation, the millennial generation. We got we got hit bad on that Great Recession, right? And so now you have to do extraordinary things, and that requires a lot of time. And uh, I, I I wrote an ebook on this, Bree, and what I said I is I call it uh, men and women more than everything complex. And what I say is that women want everything. Now, would you agree or mm-hmm. disagree with this? I agree. And because of that, women, you guys take a lot of time, and it's like, we love you, but a lot of times, men, I feel like they got to be on their go, they got to be on the grind. The fake, all the fake shit is like, fake busy and all that, yeah, it's, it's, it's lame, it's whack, you know, and, and my, my thing with dudes now is just, they're not, no one's upfront direct no more. They won't mm-hmm. ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Because of what we yeah, talked so about. so annoying. They, yeah, they just ghost, so... You know the the verbal communication and the directness is just it's lost in translation, and the emotional intelligence is at an all time low, like yes, you guys sir. were expressing earlier. Yes, but, sir. But you, okay, you go first. Um, I was just gonna mention like what I've realized in the guys that do choose to be direct because there are a few that I've ran into over the last couple of years that have been extremely direct, just like right in your face, tell you what I want, right. what I'm doing, what right. I'm not going to do. Players. Those guys are usually, yeah, they end up being players. So it's like, okay, I respect you for telling me, you know, everything up front and being truthful and letting me choose. But if I do choose to, to stay in this situation and try and build something with you, you building something with 25 other women. So it's like I, I, I see that it's I see, an open excuse to be a player. You see the conundrum. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see that exactly. But you know what it is? It's like, and I don't know if you want to do this or have time to do this, but the guy that, or I'm sorry, the, the female that helps the guy build is the female the guy can't ignore. Right. So it, it it goes back to like what's is that person someone that you would actually want to invest in? So that you guys could be a power couple and have everything, you know, right? Right. It. Right. He's gonna be a little play in the beginning, and it's just gonna happen. But if he, like how women could do it is just show interest in what his purpose or vision or goal is, and just show an interest, and that alone, like you know, our light bulb flickers. It's not gonna turn all the way on. But also, the guy has to come with a good vision, a good plan, and have some leadership skills about himself. He can't just be like, I want to, I don't know. What's something lame that people do now? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm selling a, a bootleg DVD. I want to build a bootleg DVD empire with you, Bree. Like that's not it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) That that's. Wait. Oh no. Robin. Chime in. Wait. So, you were saying so Bree, you were saying sometimes when people are busy like building stuff, they have a bunch of people also, like they're also talking to a bunch of other people. And then you were saying maybe put up with them being a player or you know, also seeing other people if in the long term it could just be you too. The mm-hmm. two of you. Mm-hmm. But if 
what <laughs> wait were, were but were the people like lying to you or did they say like I'm also seeing other people or you don't know no so yeah one guy I was approached by he he let me know that he was dating multiple women um and you know that's just his lifestyle that's how he he's like I have a lot to oh, offer I see now yeah I get it. Um, but the flip side of that, like you said, you be the woman that is helping this man build and grow. If every woman that he approaches, because he's very strategic in what he's doing, so he's not going to just pick somebody that he has to take care of or like cater to. Right. Right. It's always going to be a woman that's on her grind right. and like on her hustle. That's his type. And so, you know, once I realized that, you know, because it was like, okay, I was, I was taken aback by his honesty. No, no man has ever been so just upfront and honest right. with me. So it was like a like little that. bit intriguing. Yeah, right. It's a few, yeah. But, yeah. But then once you're in it and you realize, okay, I'm it's 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 an everyday com- competition, and you don't always want to compete. But that, that's that, you that's know, the nature of women, though. That's what it is. Particularly you, because you're already in a competitive uh, career. Space, right. right exactly and being in the yeah industry, so i'm in a competitive you. city right i'm in a competitive yeah. career you gotta fight right. for everything you so don't want to have to fight for your man too yeah, the fight the right you might as well go on like the, the bachelor exactly right no no nobody recharge. has time for that yeah but but you gotta think about it is the risk worth the reward you gotta think about it you know that's true, and no, I did. Yeah, she I said no. no. So see, but you, I, mean, you, I don't that, know. I, I you gotta, that. you gotta. It's worth in listening to what he's investing in. Just I, I say it's worth listening to, because he's not an idiot. He's no, he I, he knows who he's gonna let in and not let in. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. I listen, I, I, but Bree, I mean, you're well rounded. You know what I'm saying? And well, I get it. You're not gonna try to be a part of the team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She, she, you gotta I, hear players out. You gotta I, hear players I, out. I mean, I agree. I think it's great that he's honest, but I completely get where you're coming from. I wouldn't want no one has time for that shit. Then you might as well just do like just do What's your the own thing. Like, some... Simps. You know what I'm saying? Like no. you have to take risks. No, I don't you know can't... the way Bree and uh this Robin is... were talking, you know, simps might, you know, give them that boost that they need, that little piece of morale. The, the oh, sweet nothings God. in the ear, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you can. This is all pretty much all like spiritual, right? Like you can manifest whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can manifest if you focus on this is what I want. Write it down. Write down the traits and the person that you want. Create like a vision board or something. And fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, but then come on, practicality. Like that person's not gonna fall out the sky. That person could be right in front of you. But they got options, so then you were like, nah. And then, how do you know that wasn't it? Because you trust. Then you just trust. You have to trust like, the if universe it didn't feel right, to provide yeah. you, the right exactly. people at the right times. But yeah. with all that being said, there is... You have to recognize what's going on around you and your surroundings. So, Bree, did you ask any follow-up questions? <laughs> or you just did you hear that and just you left it alone? Like, what'd you do? Um... About the the multi, the guy that was like honest, right? Honest. Uh, yeah, I did. I did a little bit of research, a little bit of digging, um, and you know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> his his busy was just it wasn't enough attention for me. What he wanted to give me for me to fit into his life was non conducive to what I needed. 
So our our agendas didn't match up at the same time. We weren't on the same page. How he had he caught me at a different time in life, maybe it would have worked. But right now, it's just it just it wasn't gonna work for me. So yes. I had to dead that. So okay. Bree, I have two questions for you. <clears throat> yes. Well, I get. I have two answers. I think. Okay. So you've lived in Chicago, Atlanta, and now LA, correct? Correct. Okay. Can you describe? the dating environment in all three of those cities. I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I just kind of want to hear you definitively kind of describe that for us. And then can you tell us your thoughts right now on today's, uh, how you would describe today's dating market as a whole? Um, so Chicago, of course, because that's where I was, I was born and raised. Um, it, it it never it always felt like correct like as raw as the guys are in Chicago like you said it's like what's up baby girl shawty where you going let me see you you know <laughs> as soon as they see you and they and they have an interest in you honestly regardless or not if they like you or not most guys are just like catcalling in Chicago just off the strength um and, you know, you can look at it as a little, like, women empowerment. Like, you're giving us that little boost we need to go out through, go keep going throughout the day. But then it kind of turned, at one point, it started getting kind of hostile. Like, if you wouldn't respond in the way that a guy wanted in Chicago, it would be like, oh, well, fuck you, you dusty-ass bitch. And it's like, wow. <laughs> I, I was, you being mean. Too hard. Angelic. Too hard. Right. I was, I was just an angel a few seconds right. ago. And now, because I don't want to give you my number. So, I, I kind of... I kind of left around that point. Um, Atlanta was, when I got to Atlanta, it was like the boom of everybody realizing just how homosexual Atlanta was um, and just how many men were on the down low. Yeah. So I, I, I stayed very, very single in Atlanta for a very long time. And the guys that I ended up talking to were ended up being from Chicago. So it was like I, I couldn't get away from it. Honestly, I feel like though, Chicago guys understand Chicago women in an organic way that cannot be explained right. to anybody else outside. It's like there's that vibe I feel like Baltimore. Us. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So because Chicago women come off very harsh and very like headstrong and very forward. Chicago men are the same or even worse. And so they can they know how to tame our fortness and our headstrongness so it's like it's like a balance it's in, like because you we know exactly. what the source of all that is like we're just from the go exactly you know? exactly mm-hmm. um the one time that i did date someone that wasn't from chicago and atlanta he was from like east decatur the hood in atlanta so super very similar to like chicago guys he was um really chill and cool and just like still a player but it wasn't a whole lot to choose from in Atlanta. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. Just because most of the guys there were looking for guys. And, you know, ain't nothing wrong with it. It's not for but, you. Yeah, was, I didn't know that. Right. It was just the time uh, that I was there. And then me coming to L.A., I know you guys have heard me say several times that, you know, I've yet to be, well, not yet, but it's it's been few and far in between where I've been approached by um a black guy and all the other guys that approached me uh, approached me with the predatorial it's it's almost like i'm praying that they have to like 
I have to get and conquer you and get you in my bed immediately. And that's so much of a turnoff. So much of a turnoff. You're looking for so, the um the committed relationship, right? You want the, the monogamous, build together type of relationship? Uh, yes. Yeah, I want honestly, uh, and I was just talking to some someone about this recently and he was just like, you know, well, what are you looking for? And I'm honest honestly, I'm not looking for anything. I just would like that vibe and that feeling and I want I want someone that's gonna choose me as much as I choose them. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. That's understandable. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. dating overall, I think, because of what's happening to our planet spiritually, the the awakening of so many different people, I think spirituality is kind of like lead is going to be the leading factor in dating soon. Um, I do a mm. lot of research into astrology when I meet someone. Like I, I very heavily consider signs and like. Man, you know, different mannerisms. And I was wondering if you guys do the same thing. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention to it a lot more in the last year and a half. And it's funny you said that because I was going to ask you about astrology, your three favorite and three least favorite. But after that, I was going to ask you, do you date based on astrology? So I got my answer there. And I like like your flow about how spirituality is going to lead, you know, the movement of humanity soon. Yeah, because it's just it's at the forefront of a lot of conversations. Um, And honestly, (laughs) I can't say that I specifically go and choose this certain sign. I will say that I, in the recent year, have only attracted Aries and Scorpios. Um, And I have no idea why. I know why about the Aries. Right, right. What's good for you, you think? What are you looking for in terms of uh, sign-wise? Um, probably, I honestly, I honestly don't know. So uh, one of my most successful and my best relationships was with a Leo. Okay. And just the Leos I've met in my lifetime past that person have not been anybody I would be interested in. So I don't... Okay. And... Yeah, it's weird. I hear fire signs fire. go well with fire and air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard the same. Yeah, so mm-hmm. something to check for. Um, just real quick, uh, what are your three favorite signs and three least favorite signs? Favorite, Sagittarius. Obviously. Gemini. <laughs> okay. Um, Aries. Okay. Ironically enough. My least. Um... Pisces, Taurus, Aries. Also, ter- Aries is on both lists. Yes, okay. I, I, I most definitely have a love hate relationship with Aries. Right, one of your most. Challenging. I'm a Taurus, Bree. You are. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, the most controlling sign I've ever had the privilege and of meeting. Stubborn, right? Really? Yes. God, oh my god. Damn. Knock it off, y'all. Tauruses, knock it off. Man. I still love y'all though. Man. There's some upsides. There's some <laughs> upsides. Okay, you said are you said Aries, Taurus, and what was the other one? Pisces. Oh, Pisces. Okay, why? Why why are you getting on Pisces? Pisces are just a bit too emotional for my makeup. They are. I'm yeah, it's yeah. just I I'm and I'm I'm an emotional being. 
but they take that shit to a whole nother stratosphere that I ain't even I don't even know and understand. Yeah. So I try and steer clear. Yeah. Water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Water signs can be. Very much so. Um, they're my opposite sign. I'm Virgo, so I get them, but very emotional. Very much so. You're a Virgo. Yeah. I like Virgos. Yeah, we cool. Cool. Yeah. When's your birthday? September thirteenth. That's my oh, sister's nice. birthday. Really? Nice. Okay. Okay. Shout out to your sister having the best <laughs> birthday ever. <laughs> For sure. I Bri, you're a writer. Uh, what inspires mm-hmm. you to write? And can you talk a little bit about your work on your YouTube channel? Aries Angelus, right? Mm-hmm. Ari Angelus. Ari Angelus. My bad. And your whole writing process. Um, honestly, writing for me is um, letting go of like emotional struggles, things that I struggle with that I don't necessarily want to say out loud. Yeah, um, gotcha. <clears throat> And so putting a pen to the paper lets me release it. And then the few moments that the few times that I have repeated a poem or, or said a poem out loud, it's just been like something that was like very special or, you know, held um, a lot of weight for me in my life. But it's, it's definitely a release. I definitely get crazy writer's block. And, and I primarily, be, I think because I just don't do it as much I write when I'm emotional and I write when I'm mad and I'm like it has to be some type of like super crazy emotion behind me writing if I'm fine and I'm like you know skating through the day I'm good I don't I don't have a a reason to write gotcha because I'm not like I'm a writer but that's not my claim to fame like I'm not oh I don't sit down and write every day I haven't written a book you know I haven't I don't have anything published but it is a way, it is a, um, I guess, like, an avenue for me to let go of a lot of things. And I also do that on skate. So, for all of y'all that was cracking jokes about me. <laughs> so, so, your writing is oh, deep. Cool. It's deep. Oh, yeah. Um, you do it on skates, did you say? Yeah, so, that's my relationship with skating is just that. So, it's it's an emotional release. And I feel like when I get to a level of stress that I literally can't go on from, I can get on my wheels and release it there. And so it's more oh, than a hobby cool. for me. Yeah, it's more than it's, it grew to be more than a hobby for me. Um, so they're both forms of release and stress management for you. For sure. For sure. Especially being in LA. Cause I didn't even know the level of, stress or relief that I'm, I didn't even know I could reach the levels of stress that I've reached out here. Yeah, it's just <laughs> um, you, for it, sure. Oh, yeah. LA is not a city that wants you here. It wants you out of here, actually. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the project that I'm currently working on, I started um, screenwriting for... One of my cousins is a comedian. And nice. um, he... He's from L.A. I met him in L.A. I met him literally when I moved to L.A. And, you know, he's my blood cousin. And his um, his character kind of just inspired me to want to do something outside of just him just going up on stage and, and doing stand-up. I just, he he inspired me to want to to do more and, like, put him in a different, you know, 
all these different scenes where he could react differently. And so I wrote this whole script around him and his, uh, his friend. Um, they're both comedians. Um, and it's about them just, you know, being in L.A. and the struggle of being in L.A. and just coming up, two players coming up in the game. The, the thing about it is they're, they're very old school. So they're very old school in today's society and they trying to like come up and be like young and hip like the kids and do the whole social media and YouTube stuff and just showing the different facets of that. Um, and so that's going really well. I have, we've gotten somebody backing it already, ready to go into production in 2020. Um, congrats. Sounds, sounds funny. Yeah, it sounds Yo, I literally cannot wait to get these people on camera. They are so funny in person. It, it just has to translate. It has to translate the same way on on, for on sure. film. For um, sure, we'll be looking out for that. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then so I subscribed to your YouTube as we were talking too. Thank you. I'm yeah. definitely gonna check I'm, it out. I'm gonna I'm I'm tap all of you guys too. Um, but so my YouTube channel. Um, I was. I, I'm. I'm a private person. I don't know. It it don't seem like it, <laughs> but I am a very private person. Um. Yeah. Um, just real quick, yeah, I got the vibe on on Ism Radio. Like, you're, you're, you seem a bit reserved, but you're opinionated at the same time. Yeah. And, but talking to you, you're real. Like, it's it's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think my opinion, me being so opinionated, has gotten me into a few uh, hard places. I, I've I've gone back and listened to a few episodes and been like, damn, I shouldn't have said. That. I shouldn't have said that, but it's like it's hard not to be real in that in that moment. Right, it's hard for me to mm-hmm. to to not be myself. But yeah, it comes with being a messenger. Right, and honestly, that's been a that's been one of the things that I've struggled with being on ISM. Um, just because, like you said, I'm I'm more of a reserved person. I'm more private, and I do have opinions about stuff, but I, I'm not a person that's like. I'm walking around throwing my opinion in your face, and yeah, you know it's supposed yeah. to mean something, right? And drag um, everything. So, yeah, I've struggled with that um, being a host, but you know, I'm just been trying to stay as true to myself as possible. And so, I was inspired by Tariq and Layla to do the YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, definitely going to be putting more content there, more poems. Um, I'm thinking about doing a a show on um, music. I'm a music head. I don't, a lot of people probably don't know that. Mm. Weren't you actually in a a girl group? back in the day oh yeah oh yeah really? who brought it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> the research Pete. oh wow yeah so yeah i girl groups from the age of 14 to 25 yes really yes wow even when i was in, cool. even when i was in college i would go home on the weekends for my group yeah it was i was so dedicated and so in tune and how you know, many lineup changes did you guys have i think i remember you touching on that a little bit what do you mean by lineup changes like didn't you have different girls going in and out of the group like it was like oh yes yes, yes. Okay, yeah oh yeah so it it happens like seven or eight times in those 10 years well what were you guys called um baby dolls Yep. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, so you got music in your background and you got writing. Okay, would you make more music? Mm -hmm. You think? You know, I've I've wrote some songs, um, 
recently. Um, I think one of them was on his way to getting picked up by Jennifer Hudson. I don't know if it ever did because I wow. called on it. Wow. Um, but I don't know. Music is um is always going to be a first love. Right. Yeah. But that that industry is a little too not my style. You should just write on the new uh, Mink Slide album. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's time, man. Just get in the studio with Tariq and make it, you know, make it crack. Him and the listen. That is my goal. I know, right? That is my goal. I am. I am all over that next album, no doubt. For sure. sure. Hey, don't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? If destiny comes knocking, you can't. You know. I know it may be a little fugazi, a little you know, different industry, but you know, if that's your talent, it's kind of where you need to be. For sure, yeah. I, you, I don't know. I don't knock no opportunity. Like I said, I'm a woman of many hats. <laughs> I wear a whole lot yeah. of hats, as many hats as you could give me. So, if the opportunity it comes and it presents itself correctly, no doubt, I'm all over it. So beautiful. I have two final questions for you, Bree. Okay. Okay. So. Writing wise, is there anything? Is there like a project, like a TV series or a movie that you wish you had um, written? And as an actress, are there any roles you wish you could have embodied? Oh, those are some good questions. So, to you, the answer to your first question is insecure. Okay. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. I was that. getting okay. Issa Rae vibes from you. Yeah. <laughs> I love up. that show. Oh my up. God. Listen to me. That story, the entire storyline was like, I'm like, am I watching my life happen? Like, who is this mm. who is this person? Does she know me personally? Um, if if I could have written anything, any type of anything, it would have been insecure, no doubt. And I just really, really appreciate Issa Issa for, you know doing what she did and like mm-hmm. stepping outside of auditions and these studios that didn't want her and just making her own way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she started with a web series. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Awkward. Um, awkward, black, awkward black girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 Robin has yep, a web series, you know, as well. So kind of similar thing. So yeah. Fits and friends. Fits and friends. Look Fits and friends. Yeah. I'm all over it's that. It's a good way to start. I'm all over that. You know, Yes, and uh, and for sure, that is the next step. Awesome. Hopefully, you get to write for Insecure. You know, they're they're taking some breaks in between seasons, so maybe we can get you in the the writers' room. Uh, One time, I saw Jay Ellis at Jones Bar in West Hollywood, and I kept staring at him. But anyway, maybe (laughs) that's a good place. Maybe that's a good place to go and find him, and then just be like, yeah. Just talk to him. Yeah, I had a I had a run in with Issa Rae at um at the at a salad bar. Nice. Um, but we, we were in line and she was on her phone and you know it was just like not the right time. Um, but I'm sure I'll be in those rooms soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep grinding. To have those conversations for sure. That is so. I love that show. I can't wait to watch you collaborate with them i can't wait to watch her show too i know robin i'm telling you i did i put her on there several times i'm gonna i'm i'm going to manifest that together it'll just happen at the right time yeah i'm gonna work with her no doubt we're Um, putting that she's super thorough oh thank you guys i need it yeah absolutely um and then your second question 
So, yeah, just are there any roles that you would want as an actress? Yes. From yes, yes, current yes. projects, past projects, whatever, future projects, maybe. Um, honestly, um, I love um, movies about espionage. And so <clears throat> for a long time, my goal was to be the first female 007. That's what oh. I wanted to be. Well, that's so cool. And you want to know what? They are um, producing now. the first female 007. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. with... um. And Who's the actress? It is with a black woman. Yeah. I forget her name, She, but I, it I definitely is she, a black woman. She was the... um. Like Captain Marvel's best friend in Captain Marvel, I believe. I can't think of her name right now, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, is she the about. is she the same girl from Black and Blue? That new movie. I is think that the so. Same person or... Okay. I think I kind of get that vibe. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe you're right about that, but not not a hundred percent sure, but I think so. Yeah. So that that character, like Salt Colombiana. Yeah. That like kick kick ass like. You, Sexy. You didn't no. want to be like a Charlie's Angel. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't. Cause, I don't consider myself a comedian. You know, I'm more. I, I'm more of a like serious. Yeah. In your face. Intense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are that. That is definitely salt. Definitely, I was like, oh, I would kill this. Mm. And then like I go in the room and try and do one of the scenes by myself, and then play it back and be like, girl, sit down. You need to work. <laughs> You got some work to do. <laughs> We're our own worst critics. I feel you. I know, right? You know, but you know, it's you got to study your art and your craft and make yes, sure yes. you are where you need to be. Yeah. So you got to stay ready so you don't got to get ready. And I've just been like, you know, on the grind studying as much as I could. Um, it's, people think acting comes so easily because it's like an, uh, it's an imitation of life, but you have no idea how much work well, you guys probably yeah. know. I'm like, we're all kind of in the same industry, but yeah, you know how much work really goes into yeah. making some of these, you know, Emmy nominee, Emmy award winning, yeah, Oscar winning. It's no cakewalk. Performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, to be on right. all the time and, you know, aware of your character. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so much mental energy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel like you have to reach a, a, a mental level and a spiritual level to even get to that point. Like you said, just yes. to be aware at all times yeah right cool Bree it's been a pleasure I lied Bree I have one more question okay well two more actually (laughs) but real quick I know you've been really an avid supporter of the rise of social media and what it it can do for people opportunity wise Mm mm-hmm how do you feel about Instagram taking away likes? Ooh. Um, I don't, and I've heard several people say this. I don't think likes is the issue. And I don't even understand the reason they would take away the likes. Um, the comments are, are, the, are the issue, I think. Just because, you know, so many people can be whoever they want to be behind these screens and say whatever they want to say without any consequences. Yeah. And people have realized just how much they can hurt somebody just from words. Like I've heard of little girls killing themselves and like, you know, committing Mm. suicide just from, you know, Mm. comments being made online. So Hmm. I think that is the issue. Them taking away likes. I think it's a, it's a, some type of strategy for them to make money off of this 
platform that they have provided where all of these people are becoming millionaires. Yeah, and have absolutely. No yeah. 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 They, That's they what need I to think break the into the influencer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's not, and, and the, what they're doing is not about the people. It's not about, you know, at all. Our, our mental state, our mental health. Yeah, it's more about the money. So always is. And then last question is. Would you be open to coming back on Game Groove sometime? Of course. Listen, I'm like, when can we do this again? (laughs) I would love to. And yeah, I can't wait to promote you guys on my platform. I'm 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 super excited about what you guys are doing. I didn't I had no idea coming in, but this was a cool conversation. I would love to do this again. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Bree. And Yes. We'll do some last minute plugs and then we're out of here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bree, it was so fun meeting you. I cannot wait to. I already followed you on Instagram and subscribed to your YouTube. And I can't wait to see all this stuff come to life. I'm super excited for you. Yes. I can't wait to, Robin. Um, Robin, you are my new. Um... Girl, I love you. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Back in. Pleasure, Bree. Uh, much success to you and your endeavors going forward. Thank you for blessing the podcast. We much appreciate it. And we'll be checking for you. Thank you so much. Is that Sean? Yes. Hey, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sean. The pleasure was all mine meeting you as well. Thank you. And I have to get all of you guys' um, social media platforms so I can follow back and stay connected as well. Sounds good. Be sure to check out Brie and all of her upcoming projects Brie Arier on Instagram go follow her right now and check out right now. the Trap Life podcast go buy my man Sean's book The More and Everything Complex on Amazon and check out uh, Fits and Friends with Robin and finally check out uh CQP moments with our other moderator LaShonda. So we will see you on the next Yay. installment of Game Gurus. Peace and blessings. Love y'all. Woo.